Let's preview tonight's Spurs-Raptors game. Are the Spurs on the clock after having a quiet NBA trade deadline? You are locked on Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Hot Rod. And I'm RJ from the Cybertron Spurs. And you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope everybody's having a great time. Hope you all had a great Super Bowl Sunday. Rested still. Yeah, I know. Why can't the Sunday after, or the next day after the Super Bowl Sunday can be a day off? But hopefully you all are making it to work on time. Hey, today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, what are we talking about today? We're going to be looking at tonight's game, Spurs Raptor. We're going to preview it very quickly. Then we're going to bring in our guest, Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. We're going to be asking the question, are the Spurs on the clock this coming offseason after having a very quiet NBA trade deadline? And then we're going to say, hey, you know, what about bringing in Killian Hayes at point guard. We're going to be discussing that and more. But first, tonight's game, Spurs and Raptors. Spurs are coming into tonight's game at 10 and 43. The Raptors are 19 and 34. Now, this is the fourth game of the Spurs rodeo road trip. San Antonio's on a seven-game losing skid, as well as going 0 and 3 so far on the RRT. Hey, uh, let's let rewind the clock. Let's look at the last game. The Spurs are coming off and just a destruction, getting just curb stomp by the Nets, 123-109. to 109. Victor Wembanyama had 21 points and four rebounds. Soen had eight points and five rebounds. Osmond had eight points off the bench. Vassell had 17 points in the loss. Trey Jones added six points and two assists. Injury report, everybody's good to go. The only player who is questionable is Don Barlow, not because he's injury, but because he might be going to the G League. That's it. And for those of y'all who are on Jersey Watch, the Spurs will be wearing their statement edition jerseys today. So what are we looking at? As always, we start off with the opponent. In this case, it's Toronto. Now, keep an eye on that third period score. The Raptors are 8-1 and one at home when they're leading after the third period. So you see the Spurs are down on the scoreboard. Going into the final frame, that might be a bad sign for the Spurs. Now, the Raptors are also beating up on the Spurs of late. Toronto has won six straight games versus San Antonio, including three straight games in their gym. So history, recent history is not kind to the Spurs versus the Raptors. Now, the good news for the Spurs is that the Raptors are below 500 at home when facing Western Conference team. They're three and five. So hopefully that bodes well for the Spurs. Now, for the silver and black, this is a trend that I do not like to see. Uh, this tells me that they need to be a little bit more aggressive on the defensive end. And it's key for the Spurs team to crank things up defensively because sometimes we see them going off as a drought. But the Spurs have recorded fewer steals than their opponent in three straight games. And just this sounds like a broken record already, right? So throughout the losing streak, the current one, one of the common threads is field goal percentage shooting. Well, the Spurs have recorded eight consecutive games with a lower field goal percentage than their opponent. They're getting out shot. They're not connecting on their on their shots. Popovich talked about that after the loss versus Brooklyn. And he flat out said that, hey, shooting helps, quote, somebody who shoots 50% from the three-point line and you shoot 30%, 
your defensive transition doesn't make a lot of stops, well, that's going to be difficult for us, end quote. So, yeah, Spurs have not been doing themselves a favor. They're shooting themselves in the foot as well as not in games. They're not connecting on their shots. So hopefully they can correct that tonight versus Toronto. All right, there's your quick preview. Coming up next, Rudy Campos will sweep the lead. We're going to be asking, are the Spurs on the clock now that they had a very quiet NBA trade deadline and heading into the offseason? So are they on the clock? Is it going to, if anything's going to happen, or roster moves going to have to be made this upcoming offseason? And they're going to say, hey, we're going to put, you know, kind of the spotlight on Killian Hayes. You know, the Pistons let him go, waved him. Should the Spurs take a flyer on the point guard? That's coming up next right here on Locked on Spurs. Hey, I want to talk to you about LinkedIn Jobs. When you're hiring for small business, you want to find quality professionals for the right role. That's where you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team, faster and for free. LinkedIn is not just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to find and hire. Hey, it gives you access to professionals that you can find anywhere else. LinkedIn does all that while making the process easy and intuitive. Hiring is easy when you have the quality and quantity of candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses Get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring, and LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even launched a new feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even quicker and easier. Look, Get on it right now. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, San Antonio, did you stay up late last night catching the uh, Spurs game? Do you need yourself a pick-me-up to get your day going, your week going? Hey, look for no further than Muslingers drive through Coffee. Muslingers is locally owned independent coffee shop, and they're proud to make delicious coffee for our San Antonio community. They do it fast and friendly so you get on with your day. If you're in the mood for a latte, cold brew, Red Bull, lightning-infused, lightning bolt series, yeah, that drink will get you going. Yeah, look, I recommend the Red Bull-infused lightning bolt series. Pick one, add a flavor. I recommend strawberry. Go get it right now. They have drinks for every taste. They also have a wide selection of dairy alternatives, low-calorie options, even caffeine-free drinks for those who just want to take it easy. They even got mini donuts. They got signature lines like the signature Muslinger drink. Go get that drink right now. I'll introduce you to the whole coffee world only at Mud Slingers. They got the OG OJ. They got a wide variety of menu-friendly staff. Go there, San Antonio. Swing by Mud Slingers Drive-Thru Coffee for a tasty and convenient caffeine fix located at 2404,000 Oaks Drive near 21 to 1604. Once again, 2404,000 Oaks Drive near 21 to 1604. They're open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Go there right now. Follow them on social media, X, Threads, Instagram, Facebook, at Muslinger SATX. Go follow them right now. Why? Because life is too short for bland coffee. And we're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. Make sure to follow him on X at Sweep the League. And Rudy, you're rocking the San Francisco cap today. 
Yeah, I tend to rock it a lot, especially on Locked On Spurs. Uh, I got to give me a Spurs cap, I guess. I don't think I have. Hey, by, by the way, are you like, have, you have any endorsement deals? Because I see you're like endorsements on your t-shirt. <laughs> um, you're like actually, the, the, those NASCAR drivers that wear <laughs> your patches everywhere. I'm the uh, the NBA jerseys are going to be looking like this. Uh, no, actually, because I, I bowl. You know, I've been a bowler for a long, long mm-hmm. time. And um, yeah, these are a couple of the... Uh, I guess uh, this is a brand global 900 is a local brand uh, mm-hmm. started locally. So uh, they're one of the ball manufacturers. I'm throwing a lot of their equipment right now. Uh, and also Alexander's yeah. pro shop is a local pro shop that I'm using right now. Is it true? I heard that you actually bowl with uh, one of those strong man, uh, big boulders. You know, <laughs> rocks. Is that true? It's true. I, I I tend to only throw it maybe like 0.2 miles an hour, but eventually <laughs> it takes it gets there. But I, I tend to miss a lot more with that than I do actually. Hey, you'll be you'll be proud of me. So last Friday, mm-hmm. I went with my family bowling to celebrate my cousin's birthday. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not as good as you. Let's put it that way. <laughs> not as good as you. It was you would have I mean, probably walked out and in, in disgust. No, did you, did you at least shoot a hundred? That's that's the key. Yeah, let's go ahead and move on to our topic. <laughs> so, I had the bumpers on. So. Oh man, okay. Yeah, we may need to move on to the next topic. Yeah, we may move on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about today? We're going to be asking the question with Rudy. Now that the Spurs, well, the trade deadline has gone and came and gone. So, hmm. and they didn't make any major move. McDermott, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Are they on the clock, Rudy? So you just heard it right now. You saw last week. You, mm-hmm. you know, trade deadline came and gone. Spurs were not active. They made one move. It wasn't a major move. You know, the, you know, it was an expected move. McDermott is now a pacer and the Spurs shocking draft consideration draft and cash considerations. Mm-hmm. So really not a big deal. But are they on the clock now? Are they on the clock this offseason with more draft picks, flippable players? a quiet NBA trade uh, deadline day mm-hmm. and the draft, just everything they have. Are they on the clock? Is it, they better do something this, uh, this off season. You know, I, I think the biggest question is not so much. Are they on the clock as to, it's more of like, what's their next move? I guess the clock, let's be honest, man. A, a rebuild doesn't happen in a year. It doesn't happen in a couple of years. You see teams going through rebuilds for many, many years. I mean, you're talking four or five years, possibly. So I think what, you know, I kind of have said on a couple of um, instances is like they've got the foundation. They've already got Mm -hmm. Victor. So the the, the slab is poured. Now you just got to build on that slab, which is Victor Mm -hmm. Wimbanyama. Going into the offseason, you kind of already got that year of Victor, so you know mm-hmm. exactly what type of player he is, where you want to put him in, you know, the rotation, where you want to have him on the court, what are his, you know, his positives, what are his negatives. So yeah. now you start building it. Is it going to mean that you're going to make deals where you move Keldon, you move Devin, you move somebody like that to bring in players to fit Victor's uh, style? Possibly. So I think this offseason is key, but it's not as key as next offseason. Because next offseason, you're going into a loaded NBA draft, which is a 2025 draft, where you're going to have potentially two lottery picks. Um, Because I still don't see the Spurs being a playing team next year. I think they're Mm -hmm. still going to be a lottery team. They're going to be a little bit better, I believe, but they're going to still be a lottery team. So you got potentially two lottery picks next year, maybe even three. I think 2025 is that year. So this offseason, it's kind of like just put a couple of more pieces together, maybe make a trade or two. 
But next offseason, that's the big key for me. Yeah, I, I'm going to disagree with you. I think they're on the clock this offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, look, look, no, I'm not. I'm not taking in the waiver wire. We, uh, you know, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But mm-hmm. I think they are on the clock. I think after the season's over, Wemby has his rookie season done. It's in mm-hmm. the books. You know, I want to see this team already start making progress. We've been in this youth movement. We're young. We're just starting our rebuild thing for the last two, three years. Mm-hmm. I think it's time to start getting aggressive because the longer this takes, the more teams in the West get better. Sacramento's on the rise. Look what the Thunder did. Mm-hmm. We're getting Gordon Hayward. You know, they're going to be a powerhouse for a while, and they're just starting. And that, and we're not even talking about the East yet. You got Orlando that's coming out of it. Uh, Denver's going to be Denver. Dallas got better. Mm-hmm. All these teams are getting better, and the Spurs, I get it. They're on the rebuild. They got a good starting point with Victor, but I think they got to take another step. And I want to say a giant leap, but take a big step forward. And mm-hmm. whether that's something you mentioned, trading out of the pick, uh, out of the draft, and maybe uh, getting a veteran player, veteran point guard, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think. They need to start using these draft picks. They got to start flipping some of the players if they want to go that route. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I think they are on the clock. I think they have to do something to already start getting out of the weeds, getting out of the forest of a rebuild, and at least see the light in the tunnel get brighter. It's bright right now with, with Victor, but it needs to be brighter with a point guard, with complementary yeah. pieces. Yeah, you know, you're making – I mean, you're making valid points. It's kind of like a right or wrong answer. I mean, you you can be right, you can be wrong, anything mm-hmm. like that. But the questions that you have to go going into this offseason are, you know, you have a lot of draft capital that you can flip that a lot of teams are going to be wanting. And you sit yourself, okay, mm-hmm. how good is Sacramento? How good is Denver? How good are these teams? Those are all teams that – didn't happen, you know, within the course of an offseason or two. It mm-hmm. happened quite a while. You know, it took a little while for Denver to get to be one of the top teams. You're now just starting to see a team like Minnesota come around with Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony mm-hmm. Towns. Uh, same thing for Sacramento, Oklahoma City. So it's a crucial offseason in the sense that you want to get off on the right foot. I, they didn't even t- – let's be honest, Jeff. They didn't even take a step forward with Victor because their record, I think, is still worse than what it was at the halfway yeah. point than it was last year. So yeah. for anyone to say, well, they're taking step forwards with Victor, they haven't taken that step forward. It happens in the offseason. They need to take that first step forward. They need to – okay, you know, it's like the boy – But the isn't, isn't that first step forward getting Victor? Wasn't that it? Okay, that was the step in the right. That was the step. Okay, it's kind of the step in the right direction. They're basically okay. at the door now, as what they are. They opened the door to okay, this is the way our future starts. Now this offseason, they want to take that first step. It's like the boy in the plastic bubble that ages mm-hmm. me a big time with John Travolta back way back in the day. <laughs> you know, at the end, he's scared to go outside. He takes that first step out, and that's what the Spurs do in this offseason. Take that first step. You're talking about Trey Young as a guy that, you know, wants to probably be moved in the offseason. Mm-hmm. But the asking price is going to be astronomical mm-hmm. for him. Um, does he move the needle for the San Antonio Spurs knowing you're going to have to give up some young guys and some draft picks? I don't know. It's a good first step. But does that necessarily make them, you know, a team like Sacramento or anything like mm-hmm. that? Probably not. So that's what I'm saying. Bringing in some guys a little bit here and there in the offseason is key. 
Um, I, I do feel that you're going to see a guy like Keldon or somebody being moved in the offseason. I definitely think in order to you, you know, benefit Victor, it's going to happen. Uh, but it, it, it's got to take a small step. The giant leap, I think, comes next offseason when yeah. you're seeing a lot more of these guys coming off, you know, their their contracts and stuff like that. No, no. And another reason, too, I think if they're on the clock is – you know, I, Brian Wright is definitely on the clock. I think he, he's mm-hmm. he's been on the clock since he came on board, and then some. Now with Wimby, you know, what it, we we know he can trade for picks, but can he make deals for players for established mm-hmm. players? That's I want to see that. So I think he's on the clock, whether it be this offseason or next season, the the following offseason you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I think something has to get because they got to burn these things. They got to use these picks. Yeah, they they have to use them. So why not why not do what the Thunder did? You know, go out and get themselves a veteran forward. You're not saying forward, but they got Gordon Hayward. Okay, well Spurs, you have a lack, and that is a a quality point guard. No knock on Trey Jones, mm-hmm. but bring somebody else in for that. Whether it be a Trey Young, whether it be a, just a veteran PG like a Drew Holiday. Um, so I think. I think he's on the clock too. I know with Spurs fans, he's he's been on the clock and then some, probably even before he became a Spur. Um, but I just feel that they have they're in position to do something big. And they I are. know they don't want to skip steps. And I know Popovich has been saying that we don't want to skip step. We don't want to skip steps. And I'm not saying to skip steps. I'm actually saying. Keep on the path of making those steps with player development and mm-hmm. and weeding out who wants to stay. But you can do some. You can do them at the same time. You don't. They don't have to be independent of each other. Like, okay, we're not going to skip steps. Okay, we finished not taking steps. Now let's make a move. You could do them at the same time. That's you know. I think they have an opportunity to do that this offseason. Is it fair to say that Brian Wright is you know? And I'm not. I'm using the word genius very loosely, but. Is it fair to say that Brian Wright is, you know, a genius when it comes to making deals? But let's be real, his drafting is very questionable. And don't give me the Victor Wimbanyama talk because it's that obvious you were going to take Victor. Yeah. That's an easy pick. I mean, anybody could have made that pick. We couldn't have, we could have trusted Bob Bass to make that pick back in the day. <laughs> I mean, that was super easy. But if you look at everything, you know, from Brian Wright's draft history, it scares me to see if he has multiple draft picks. So I'm kind of in agreement with you. I would rather him flip a lot of these draft picks for established stars or players Mm -hmm. right now, because I don't trust Brian's drafting whatsoever. I mean, so far, and you know, we're probably going to get a lot of crap from Spurs Twitter and everybody about, well, look at Devin, look at Keldon, take a look at those guys. Have they really gone to, you know, the the holy land of this is what we expected them to be. You've just seen glimpses. We've already talked. Keldon might have already hit mm-hmm. his ceiling. Devin might actually kind of be there. We don't know yet. But, I mean, we're seeing spurts of them, but we're not seeing consistency from them. So mm-hmm. then it's kind of like, do I trust Brian's drafting? You know what? Just flip everything and just bring us all these veteran guys that are going to help us win now. Yeah, yeah. And we look at his uh, record. Now, I think it was after the Samanich pick. I think Luca was uh, R.C. Buford still. Mm-hmm. So you have Blake Wesley, you have Malachi, Malachi. you have Keldon. So uh, Wimby was was a no brainer. Sohan, but you know I know hindsight is twenty twenty. But Halliburton was on the table mm-hmm. on the board. Uh, Sangoon was on the board. Uh, there was a debacle with Josh Primo, but 
and then Wemby was a no-brainer. So, yeah, you know, we haven't really seen him in his tenure with the Spurs make a deal for players, like a really good, solid move, like that opens the eyes, moves the needle kind of thing. Like trading for Donovan Mitchell or trading for Trey Young, you know, something at that level. Mm-hmm. We, we we don't we haven't seen that yet, but it'll be interesting. You know, I think. Yeah, I you know, and some Spurs fans and may say, okay, well they, they're on the clock now that Wemby's on board because that that fear of him saying, I don't want to be part of a losing organization. I don't want to yeah. get out of here as soon as my rookie contract's over. Which is a terrible thought by Spurs fans. I mean, yeah. you're talking about what four years guaranteed of Wemby. Uh, plus, they're going to be able to give him, you know, a lucrative uh, contract after his rookie deal. No team, I mean, they can match any team's deal. So. To say Wimby's going to want to go after a couple of years of losing, uh, to me, that's just really bad thinking and thought process by Spurs fans. He's here for, I would say, a minimum eight years. I mean, minimum at all. And for all I know, the, for all we know, the Spurs can just be positioning themselves to get ready for that massive uh, pay grade that he's going to get yeah. down the road. You know, getting ready for that. You know, yeah. it is a small market. You know, they're they're making money right now. They got a lot of influx of money from the sponsor of Dell and Frost and ticket sales and whatnot. But uh, yeah, you know, there's so many things that they could be doing uh, to get ready for the future. But and I think the future is now. And I, you know, I know Rudy, you want to always say, you know, they're on the clock for next off season, but I think mm-hmm. they're now, and they got to get things going. So yeah, I guess I guess you and I, you know, on different ends right now. You say, you know, play your cards later, like next offseason. I'm saying play your cards this offseason. Mm-hmm. But we shall see. All right. When we get back, we're going to be talking about the short term, and that is looking at the waiver wire. We're going to put Killian Hayes on the spotlight. Should the Spurs take a flyer on him? That's next on Locked On Spurs. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Hey, are you the kind of driver that likes to push things a little further? Ever wonder what adventure could be around the next corner? Our friends at Nissan have a lineup of SUVs with the capabilities to take your adventure to the next level. The 2024 Nissan Rogue is perfect for city drives and great escapes. The class-exclusive Google built-in is you're always updating your assistant to call on for almost anything. Gone are the days of having to connect your phone. Look, Google Google Assistant, Google Maps, Google Play Store, all that are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system. The 2024 Rogue is the perfect mid-size crossover for your next adventure. Hey, look, what about the 2024 Nissan Nissan Pathfinder? Has room up to eight and expansive cargo capacity and advanced flexible 4x4 capability and with 284 horsepower and up to 6,000 pounds of towing, when adventure calls, the Pathfinder is there to answer. Take the Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada. Go find your next big adventure. Shop NissanUSA.com. And we're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Rudy Capos. Make sure to follow him on X at Sweep the League. Just a few minutes, he's going to be talking about his new adventure. That's right. I, I told everybody to wait, didn't I, on Locked On for a while? That something was about Well, you, you already put it out of the bag. It's been <laughs> out there already. But we're going to be talking about that and what you can expect from Rudy's new show, part of the Alamo Sports, Alamo City Sports Podcast Network mm-hmm. and, uh, and more. I, I'm excited. Rudy's been talking about it here, but we finally, uh, it is official, official 
So yeah. we shall hear what Rudy has to say about that and more, including the fact that I found out that Rudy is actually the one person who pretty much solved the fact that this planet Earth is not the center of the universe. Yeah. You know, good good job, Rudy. I mean, I didn't know you had astronomy skills as well. So, you know, funny thing was, is I was uh, cooking dinner one day and all of a sudden I just looked down and everything that I was cooking was basically in the alignment of the universe and, you know, the solar system. And that's how I found out, man. I mean, that's man, it's you're truly... a man of many talents, astronomy, bowling, mm -hmm. podcasting, new network, advertisers. I mean, what are you going to tell me next that you're actually responsible for the, the understanding of gravity? Oh, wait, you did that too. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, let's be real, man. I, uh, I, I'm the one that, you know, was teaching Einstein and Newton and all these guys behind you know, the scenes. Guys, yeah. So I don't, I don't want all the credit. I got to give credit wherever okay. you know, everybody else. All right. All right. Again, he is Rudy Coppola's follow on X at Sweep the League. You know, Rudy, we're talking about, you know, the Spurs and the rebuild mm -hmm. and whatnot. And we said, we're, you know, the Spurs maybe had a quiet, well, they, you know, they had a quiet trade deadline, but they could be active in, the uh, waiver wire, the mm -hmm. buyout market, and with the team needing help at point guard, hmm, Killian Hayes, formerly with the Pistons, <laughs> has been released by the Pistons. They waived him. He's available. He is a point guard. He is young. He is French. It makes all, you know, on paper, it makes sense. A European French player, point guard, Spurs knee sounds like Tony Parker kind of thing here. Why not? But <laughs> Killian Hayes has not lived up to the billing. He was what a, a top ten pick, like number seven. I think, uh, number in, seven, twenty uh, twenty. Yeah, yeah, in twenty twenty, uh, he did it. You know, maybe a new home could shake things up for him. Marred with injuries to start his young NBA career. Why mm -hmm. not? I mean, what do you got to lose? I mean, pick him up. The CC if he fits in. I mean, I'm pretty sure that'll make Wimby happy seeing a countryman on the court with him. <laughs> Do, you, do yeah. you think the Spurs should entertain adding Killian Hayes? Uh, enter, entertain it and actually doing it, you know, probably two different things. But I, I actually am a fan of Killian Hayes. When he was drafted back in 2020, I was really high on Killian Hayes. A really smart point guard. And numbers are not going to tell you the story. I mean, the kid is a fantastic pick and roll guy. Hint, hint, wink, wink. That's kind of what you need when you have a player like Victor Wimbanyama. Uh, plus, mm -hmm. you have a couple of shooters like Devin and Keldon to make their life a little bit easier as a great pick and roll guy. And I'm not knocking Trey Jones, but Killian Hayes uh, playing over in the French League and, you know, playing overseas was a great guy when it came to that. Only averaging about six points a game this season. Definitely want to maybe mm -hmm. take a flyer. If not take a flyer, at least get him in for a workout, take some notice, see how he is playing. You're right, man. Change of scenery works for everybody. Look at, you know, former first round pick and first pick overall, Markel Fultz in Orlando. I mean, mm -hmm. He was terrible in Philadelphia, who's moved around, got to Orlando. You know, now he's doing really good things for Orlando. So I think change of scenery will work for Killian Hayes. Not many people out there are wanting him. Uh, not many GMs are actually looking his way. So why not? I mean, take a flyer. It's only going to cost you maybe about a million and a half for him this season. That's mm -hmm. nothing. So definitely take a flyer on Killian Hayes. Well, of course, a million and a half is nothing for a guy like Rudy Campos. You know, he has that sitting on, the, on his floor right now. In cash. Um, if I could um, move the camera down this way, I, you could probably see all the cash I have, but I don't want to do that right now. Yeah, don't do that. Bad idea. IRS don't look. Uh, but yeah, exactly. You know, again, you know, 22 years old, French, 
point guard. You mentioned the running the pick and the roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he would be well with uh, Wimby. You look at this season, 6.9 points per game, 2.8 rebounds, 4.9 assists, shot 41% from the field. This is where I would get a little dicey, 29% from the three line. And, uh, yeah, he'd been hit with injuries to start his uh, NBA season, or his career, excuse me. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I think the Spurs won't do that is because of Blake Wesley and Malachi Branham. Yeah, I think especially with Wesley, they they've been really invested in him. They're playing him significantly more minutes. They may look to him. I know the Spurs have an empty roster spot, but I think that roster spot could be given to Barlow. I think they may give it to Barlow. He's in a two way deal. Mm-hmm. Maybe they convert his deal into a full NBA contract, kind of like what they did with Charles Bassey late last season. You know, I asked my I did not that I know anything. It's just I think they might go that route with filling the empty roster spot with Barlow. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I you know if I'm the Spurs, I I agree. I think you look at him. You, you look at him. He mm-hmm. you don't need him to score. You just need him to be a floor general. I want to see if he has the ability to do that to direct traffic, to basically be just Trey Jones, but in a bigger frame. Yeah. And uh, you're looking at some of the numbers here. You know the most. You were talking about his injuries here. He's never played a full 82, but then again, in this day and age of the NBA, what player does? Nobody but does. <laughs> nobody does. But he, you know, but kudos to him. A 22-23 season, he played 76 games for the Pistons. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started 56 of them, and that was his best season. He had 10.3 points per game, uh, shot 82% from the field, 2.9 rebounds, 6 assists per game. But the, the outside shooting is just not good. You know, 37% in 22-23 and 28% from the three line. That outside shot may make the Spurs a little gun shot. What are your thoughts? You know, let's be real, man. The Spurs team is a bad shooting team as is, I mean, as assembled. And, you know, you traded probably your best shooter uh, with Doug McDermott gone now. But, I mean, you shouldn't have to really be afraid of his mm-hmm. jump shot. It's something you can develop. Now, one thing I could think of maybe they're doing, if you're talking about Barlow becoming uh, the next permanent guy on the roster mm-hmm. spot, Who's to oppose Killian Hayes going, you know, being picked up by the Spurs and maybe moving down to Austin where he gets that workout in. Sure, he gets to sure. work with, you know, Spurs coaching staff. They can work with him. It's something that, hey, you know what? We don't need to rush you right away to come to, you know, the NBA roster or anything. But what's key is that if he improves in Austin and then you come away with an injury to maybe Trey or, you know, Blake Wesley mm-hmm. at that matter, you have him there going in, you know, to the latter part of the season. So, I think it's something a flyer that, hey, you know what, Killian, you come in great. You know, we'll we'll give you the minutes in Austin. We can, you know, work with you there. What player of his caliber is going to turn down something like that? I mean, he's got something to prove. He's a top 10 pick, Jeff. I mean, a lot of these guys drafting the top mm-hmm. 10 are always wanting to prove, you know, that they are not a bust in the lottery or stuff like that. So, um, yeah, definitely a guy to take a flyer on, I, I would say so. And, you know, maybe use him in Austin if you want to keep Blake Wesley on the main roster. Yeah, yeah, and I think it could be simply that if the Spurs don't take a shot on him is because of Wesley and Branham. And I mean, Branham was really – I mean, remember everybody was high on Branham. What happened? We were heading the season. It was Branham, 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 Branham. Look, watch out for Branham. Mm-hmm. And then – I was one of those guys. Know, I really was. No, yeah, yeah, me too. I, I was one of those, you know, those guys too. But as far as Killian, yeah, I think the Spurs should. Should. I mean, you're right. What do you got to lose this season? Nothing. Mm-mm. Season's done. It's done. Is that it's so bad where 
I'm like, I'll to watch the Spurs maybe when they're when they're away, you know. Well, I'll catch them in late second or early second, you know. I can't do without the first hit, you know. Yeah. So you got nothing because we know what's going to happen more likely than not. It's team development. Yay, we played good. Yay, we were there for three quarters, and you know, it's kind of rinse repeat. Yeah. So why not throw something different and have Killian out there? I think. If they were to get him, I think that'd be a great, great pickup for the Spurs. You know, but my my fear is that I don't want that to stunt Blake Wesley, take away a roster spot from Barlow, who definitely deserves it. Uh, so that's where I'm a little over the fence. Like maybe the Spurs may not do it because it's just a numbers game here. Yeah, and you know, it's something like going into this season, the rest of the season. I mean, th- let me ask you: Should we be even worried about who has a roster spot or who plays where? Uh-huh. I mean. There's no play-in possibility. There's yeah. no playoff possibility. No, it's, it's, no, no. So I think it's just more of, you know what, let's just go out. Let's just play whoever. Let's sign whoever. Hell, I mean, if you want to go sign Dale Ellis or something, who cares? Just sign anybody oh, to just get a spot, you know, yeah. on the roster. Just to play them, see what you have, see what, you know. That's part of the development you talk about going into the offseason. You want to see what you have at the end of the season with these guys that are on the roster, who you want to keep, who you want to let mm-hmm. go, stuff like that. So, uh, I mean – Go for Killian Hayes if you want. If there's somebody out there you want to try out, just give him a just give him an opportunity. There's no more. There's no more season anyway right now. Yeah, there's there's no more season. It, it, see, I mean, everybody, I hate to break it to y'all, the season's over. Pretty pretty much, it's over. Pretty you much. know, right now you just if you're gonna watch the Spurs game, it's really for development and who's gonna stick around mm-hmm. moving forward. The only reason why, another reason why I think the Spurs might take a chance on Killian is because of the Spurs history of. Uh, you know, the rebuilding projects for individual players, like, for example, Zach Collins, mm-hmm. you know, was hit with injuries, hit with injuries. They took a chance on him. They developed him in Austin and then brought him into the uh, San Antonio team. Same thing could be for Killian, you know, has didn't really have a good start in his NBA career with Detroit, you know, got hit with some injuries early, you know, come back, to, come to San Antonio, get on that Austin track and then come to uh, the San Antonio Spurs. So, Mm-hmm. I mean, Spurs have a history of doing those type of player projects, so perhaps that would be something. But yeah, yeah, I'm definitely keeping an eye on where Killian could land because I think he could be a sneaky good pickup for whichever team if they do take a chance on him. Oh yeah, uh, to add him to their roster. But uh, Rudy, before I let you go, big big news. You already announced it already. It's out there. But you are now part of the Animal City Sports Podcast Network. You got your own show now. What is going on? Tell us about it. What is the name of it? All that good stuff. Well, I, I mean, it's it's going to be sweep the league. We don't ever change it. I really don't want to change it. I've kind of invested a lot of stuff, earned money and stuff into sweep the league and the logo and everything. So we're keeping it sweep the league. It's going to be Monday through Friday. Uh, the only way to really watch it is going to the YouTube, uh, going to YouTube, subscribing uh, to Alamo City Podcast Network, uh, where myself will be on there from Monday through Friday. 2 to 3.30 in the afternoon central time. I have people on the East Coast saying, is that East Coast? I don't know. It's 2 to 3.30 central time. Uh, you can definitely catch myself, uh, Rocky Garza, Derek Irvin, uh, Gio is going to be on there. We're going to have a lot of stuff. we got a lot of stuff lined up as well. Um, but also, you know, everybody that you know, Jeff, we're going to have you on there as well, talking Spurs yep, as much absolutely. as possible. Um, so, yeah, I, I said we were going to break it on Locked On, and it ended up getting broken way before Locked On. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I will say this. One thing I will say is that if we can get to a thousand subscribers, I I will give something away. And especially to San Antonio people, if a San Antonio person wins it, 
um, I will give you a nice Burger Boy gift card. Everybody loves Burger Ooh, Boy. Ooh, that's a good uh, one. Burger Boy now gift card. Now you got card. me hungry. Plus, plus, I will also throw in whatever gift card Locked On wants to do. So you get with me, Jeff, and if we get to 1,000 subscribers, they get you subscribed on Locked On for YouTube. We'll get a winner from your guys' uh, subscribers yeah. as well, and I will give away a gift card. And it may not be to Burger Boy, but it may be to somebody else of your choosing. Okay, I'm down. I'm down with that. Let's if again, you want more information about that new show, uh, Rudy, uh, you know, I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. I, I think that move was long overdue. You know, uh, she joined uh, Joe and Mike Jimenez in that network. You know, so I'm congratulations to you. Thank the you. network's growing. Brendan Medina, you know, he has a new show on there. He has two shows on there. Yeah, hard Fantasy Gods, and then um, the newest one he has. I think it's called Generation Duo. So, yeah, growing, growing fast. So congratulations, Rudy. And for sure, for sure, I'm down with that gift certificate idea. Just let me know what I got to do, and we'll do it. For more information, make sure to follow Rudy on X at Sweep the League. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Sports your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever we get podcasts, iTunes, Kids 5 Plus, and Spotify. Pick a platform. We are there. Locked On Sports Today, 24-hour seven days a week streaming channel only on youtube go subscribe to it right now national regional local hosts we're all there 24 7 all sports all the time we'll be back tomorrow talking about more silver and black rotary road trip continues all-star breaks right around the corner so we'll talk about that and more but for rudy Campos, the man who discovered the fact that stars, uh, you know, shine bright at night and what rainbows are really made of. I mean, seriously, now I found out he's a geologist right now. I didn't even know that. Rudy Campos, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lock.